Welcome everybody to Adeptus Ridiculous. I am one of your hosts, Bricky. There's also this other guy. His name is DK. He's around sometimes. So we're, <laughs> we're going to be talking about books and other nerds. Actually, this is a pretty nerd fucking episode right here. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoy this episode, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. There are great options there, including joining our Discord, fancy posters every month, as well as... Also, some really cool, uh, really cool benefits involving, uh, maybe involving, involving, uh, 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 actually, Wow, are you okay? It's not, there's actually, I can't think of, we don't have anything else going are for that, do we? right? No, we have a Patreon goal at 17k, though. Oh, yeah, we do have a Patreon goal at 17k. Mm-hmm. That's right, we're gonna talk about the Dornian Heresy. Dornian Heresy. Dornian Heresy. Everybody wants the uh, the the fan theory of the alternate universe where uh, Dorn is the great betrayer. Yes. So, also, you know. So you know, check that out, and uh, also go to Orchidae.com. Check out the merch. There's lots of merch there. Tons of merch. Merch is great. Shirts, the hoodies, etc. The merch, baby. It's all about the merch. Hell the yeah. Merch. And uh, and yeah. Uh, we would talk about book club, but <laughs> what, about, what about what about our boys at Collectible Squids? Well, I was I was throwing that off to you. Oh, okay. We'll go to go to Collectible Squids.com and uh, use code Adric, and you get fifteen percent off. And uh, what is it? There's it's just flat shipping uh, uh, around around the world or something. Breaking, flat, shipping, that right? flat, shipping? flat shipping to a flat shipping rate to America and at a discounted price. Hey, there you go. Uh, and uh, yeah, check them out. Uh, they have everything that we talk about after a podcast is done that week. It's very Which cool. Which means we should probably have some chaos on Among Chaosy Things after this episode because... Mm, some word bear shit. Lorgar! Lorgar! I don't know what the next book is going to be. I guess we'll probably figure it out at the end of this episode, huh? Uh, yeah, you'll figure out this episode. Cool. My lord. So, DK, our, our, our book. What was our, what was our book? It was the first heretic. I picked it. I remember people being mad because, uh, well, not mad, but, you know, you gave me a, a, a couple of books to pick from. I picked the first heretic. Apparently, some people wanted Hell's Reach. I am actually very happy we did the first heretic because it turned out to be quite a book. I don't know why we got British there, but uh, it was quite a book. I, I think I've I found that of the 40k authors, Mister Mister Dembski Bowden is are definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like the books he's done the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he adds a lot of a lot of depth. I think his use of human characters to mm. to uh, contrast the Astartes is very welcome. Agree. And uh, and it's uh, it's quite it was quite good. Yeah, it's uh, very good. It's 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 a great sort of uh here, learn about why Lorgar is out of his fucking mind. And and the people who have made him out of his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh poor it's, Argletal. Or Ar- Argletal. <laughs> so so the first heretic is actually far more descriptive of the Horus Heresy than I expected it to be. I kind of forgot it's a Horus Heresy book. Mm-hmm. Um because we we get some Big events in this book. Yeah, Some... you get a lot of really big Horus Heresy events, like the 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 ones that everybody talks about, right? Like you get the actual, um, uh, you get to see the moment that the Imperium gets news that Horus 
has turned. Uh, you get the virus bombing. You get the drop site massacre. You get the aftermath of the drop site massacre. You get a lot of heresy stuff. You you even get the great meeting before the drop site massacre, which oh yeah yeah where yeah, yeah. where Sevatar offers the the famous death to the false emperor line. Yes, he started that, and everyone's like, oh shit, Sevatar, that's you need to copyright claim that because death to the uh, yeah that's yeah that's where it comes like, from. I, I enjoyed the uh, I, I enjoy a lot of those interactions, but the the main focal point of the book is Lorgar, the Word Bearers, and Argel Tall, first captain of the Serrated Sons chapter, mm-hmm. which, correct me if I'm wrong, at least Shy would probably know this, um, this, the chapters are actually a thing that they do in modern 40k. There are chapters, mm-hmm. uh, but I believe that's because of the somewhat religious influence, I think, because, or maybe, maybe not, but they don't have, I don't think they had chapters. Did they have chapters in, in Horus Heresy time for other legions? That were like like segmented. I don't know if they did. Well, I mean, in all fairness, the first heretic is a book, so of course it had chapters. Oh my! <laughs> I couldn't god. help it. I'm so sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> help it, man. <laughs> I know after the heresy they got cut up thanks to the Codex Astartes and separated into chapters of a thousand. But the fact that they had chapters and chapter masters was really. Kind of threw me off because I was like, wait a second, I thought this was a fucking heresy book. That chapter masters are a thing in regular 40k. I'm like, oh yeah, word bearers kind of kind of did the the that stuff first. Yeah, it it would make sense that they did it first. If it, you know, since it's sort of highly religious and with all the chaplains and chapter masters. So I yeah, I, I, I believe that. Yeah, that 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 was certainly like it made sense because of how religious and hardcore they all were. And anywho, it the book starts with the raising of anarchia. It's a hell of a start. <laughs> it's a hell of a start. I was like, damn, they're getting right into it with, like, the people of Monarchia getting, you know, absolutely bodied by Ultramarines and getting herded away from Monarchia if they didn't want to die. Uh, so, yeah, they, they go in hot and heavy. In, uh, I wish I wish they used the... the so, the, the VA is very good. Mm. Um, he, he doesn't have a lot of range at times. And that was one thing that annoyed me near the end because he was speaking as like Conrad Kurz with this pompous, yeah, with the pious voice, the I, pious I, like Primark voice. I'm like, bro, that is not Kurz. Yeah, he, he. I don't. I don't think he quite has the the Night Lord vibe down, of, of or at least what I would expect a Night Lord to sound like. But uh, the voices that he did nail, he absolutely nails. I, I think his Lorgar is Arjo Tall. All that's pretty good. He has a very good female voice. That was it was very oh, yeah. easy to tell the difference uh mm-hmm. with Cyrene, yeah. who is our um who who is kind of like what would you call her before before because she was like a religious person in like a slum or something, but kind of reminded me of of like one of the um, like she couldn't like show her face kind of I, I think she could, but like oh, it's that thing where right. you wear like the really large uh black like um it's not, not a burka, is it? I'm not sure what you would call it. Cyrene was kind of a weird character because at the outset I thought she was gonna be like the one of the main characters that we saw like the 40k world through. Like we would see it through her eyes, and she's well, I guess (laughs) (laughs) she goes blind. She's blind because she stares right at Monarchia as the Ultramarines bomb the shit out of it, and it makes her go blind. 
but uh, I, I guess I thought she was going to be more of a main character. Not that she wasn't, but uh, it's it's really more about, you know, seeing it from Argyle Tall's, Argel Tall's, but I don't know why I keep calling him Argyle. This, the, the first third of the book is very uh, Cyrene heavy because mm-hmm. it's, it's put into three parts. It's the raising of Monarchia and how the Legion deals with it afterwards. Yeah. And then it's the pilgrimage. And then <laughs> it's the beginning of the heresy. Yeah. After that first third, she kind of just she kind of falls into the background a little bit like she's still there. Argel Tall is still kind of infatuated with her, but you don't get a whole lot more of Cyrene. No, you don't, unfortunately, because yeah. I, I actually liked her as a character. I thought she brought a very, uh, well, human, but a different mindset with everything. But she did serve her purpose. Yeah, she um, did. She did. And, uh, yeah, it's mainly more about Argel Tall, who is uh, one of the first captains, who I think I, I'm not super interested in Argel Tall as a character, but he becomes far more interesting based on the things that happen to him oh, as yeah. opposed to, like, him himself. Yeah, I would agree. You, yeah, he's a, he's a character that's made better by his circumstances, not because he himself is a particularly interesting character. Yeah. Um, but he he is certainly made interesting by his circumstances, and I think his little like there's there's obviously no attraction with him and Cyrene because oh that, no, of course not. That would never a Space Marine and they, no no yeah no, of course well not. They, no, yeah no. they they specifically state that too to make it clear. Um, but the, their little dynamic, this like kind of friendship they have is, is really, is kind of nice. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sweet, you know, it kind of, it kind of, uh, breaks down his barriers a little bit. Mm hmm. That's kind of feel like, even though they say that, I'm not entirely sure how true it is. Space Marines don't have sex. Or so they say. Well, if, if anyone's having sex, it's the chaos Space Marines. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see in the future. We'll see. Uh, but but yeah. um, but yes, the the raising of I see. I wish the VA did more of Gilliman's voice. He had a very oh, good ultramarine yeah. voice, where he's like, yeah. "Citizen, clear from the area immediately." Yes, he definitely nails that sort of like pious, uh, you know, um, um, looking down his nose at you sort of voice. He does that very, very well. So he does a great, great ultramarine. Um, yeah, not quite, not quite pious. More like, like snooty sort of veteran general. Holier kind of than thing. thou, yeah. Yeah, like someone speaking to someone below a below rank. Yeah, definitely. But uh, the raising of Anarchia and the the subsequent psychic kneeling of the entire Warbearer's Legion in front of Gilliman and his <laughs> troops is uh, <laughs> is a blow to the ego, to say the least. Yep. I mean, I I knew it was coming, and it's it was still like, damn, Biggie, like, damn, Gilliman, damn, Ultramarines. Um, cause, uh, I, I think I said it in the, the main episode, but I, I didn't realize that Biggie psychically forced them to kneel in the ashes of Monarchia. I kind of figured it was just like the word bearers were like, oh, it's, it's Biggie. He's telling us to kneel. He's going to punish us. Okay. I guess we have to, I didn't realize. And I think the book specifically says like, yeah, this isn't obedience. This is slavery. Like we're being mm-hmm. forced to do this. Like we're doing this totally against our will. So naturally, that that breaks the faith in the emperor. They have they have a, a decently interesting conversation with Corferom and Erebus, who are fuckers. Oh god, they're such bastards. They're bastards in the book before we even know about them in general. This they're, they're just like they're just assholes. Yep, they sure are. Erebus has this like such this holier than thou vibe to him. He's so 
Like He's such a dick. Argel Tall, mm, the chaplain hood, and this, this is, I am the trusted advisor of Lord. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, whenever Erebus talks, it's like shut the fuck. I don't care what you have to shut the fuck up. Uh, but yeah, he is such a snooty bastard. Oh my god. god. Does I, anybody I, like Erebus? Like genuinely, does anyone like Erebus? If people than... like Erebus, they say people who like Percherabo, where he's like, he's just a cunt. Maybe, yeah, but Erebus is just such a dick. Ugh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can see liking him in the same way that someone would like the Joker. Not necessarily because they're good people, but it's like, oh man, look at how much of a fucker this guy can be. It's kind of cool, you know? It's kind of fun how hardcore of an asshole he is. Mm-hmm. He really um, is. Despite despite that, I just I hate his absolute guts. Mm -hmm. he, he might be one of the most hateable characters I've read. And he hasn't even <laughs> done anything particularly hateable. I just I just hate him. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but that that kind of goes along the line set of uh, the mindset of the uh, of of the word bearers taking the taking the pilgrimage. He speaks with Magnus a little bit. That's a nice conversation. I like that. Um, I still love the fact that when Magnus leaves, just. <laughs> Just blows up the chamber. <laughs> and Lorgar just he's just kind of standing there like, oh yeah, no big deal. And all of his soldiers come. It's like, how what happened? He's like, huh? I don't know. What are you talking about? It's fine. It's like you everything is in ruin. What the fuck? It's like, oh yeah, Magnus just left. You know, Magnus is just like, oh, bye. I'm out of here. Yep. But it's it's actually kind of sweet seeing the word bearers in the first uh the first like third of the book they're genuinely like decent people oh yeah the they... way they treat the civilian population is very kind they're they almost probably like salamanders yeah they are they are very respected by the populace of uh shit what was that city it's like the city oh, of uh, gray the, stars or something the city of gray flowers flowers um, why did i think grace yeah gray flowers Starts with the V, I forget the name of it. Yeah, yeah, and the Blessed Lady, and they were given all their little uh, name scrolls to like a Argel Tall gives it to like a kid or something. It seems like they seem like very upstanding Astartes. They seem like very it's good. They're they're just good guys. They're 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 just they're just good guys. They're just good guys. They're just good guys. Good guys. Good guys. Not little. No. Not these, not no. these guys. No, they're not little. They're Space Marines. They're big guys but they're just they're just good guys they're good guys they're great guys good guys but uh but they're you know good guys considering their uh, their situation they're yeah, kind yeah, to their populace yes um but that of course can't last because this this really is a tragedy of a book oh, oh yeah <laughs> definitely a tragedy not a lot yeah. of happiness comes by the end of this book no it, it, it's quite the turn it, it, like the first third you're you're sad because monarchia but you're learning about everybody. You're getting it set up. The pilgrimage happens, and um, yeah. man, that's a uh, Lorgar, my dudes. You done you, fucked up. You really talk about how much you like your sons, but man, do you throw them out needlessly? Oh yeah. Oh boy. I know he. I'm actually a little bit. Um, I kind of feel bad. We'll talk about it in the Word Bearers episode after. But I, I kind of skipped over a lot of the Lorgar pilgrimage because I was still reading that part. Mm. Um, and I finished it all the, uh, yesterday, and whoa! I, I realized that no, no, not the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay, I, was, I thought you meant you finished from Lorgar's pilgrimage to the end of the book yesterday, and I was like, holy shit, that's like ten hours you spent just reading. Jeez, 
No, no, no. I, I, I thought that they would cover the rest of Lor like Lorgar's personal uh, pilgrimage to the mm. eye. Yeah, they just skip right over that. They're just like, oh, 40 years later. Yeah, they go straight to the Horace Harris. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I might need to cover a little bit of that in the Word Bearers episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, yep, because yep. because I don't know I don't know what happened there. I got I got to look it up. Yep. But um, pilgrimage to the eye involves them uh going to pre Cadia. Yeah, they go to Cadia before, before... it was Cadia. Mm hmm. And that... uh, ev everybody there has their creepy purple eyes because of the giant warp storm around them. It's sort of, you know malform their eyes and everybody is speaking <coughs> colchis <coughs> yeah uh, yeah Colches. yeah and all the custodians are like what do you mean they're speaking colchisian i know colchisian i don't know what the fuck they're saying and i can't read anything either what's going on uh, the answer my friend is chaos it's chaos it's a chaos language it's just chaos <laughs> it's the called colchisian is just chaos well, isn't isn't that what the uh, the old ways basically are? Is essentially just belief in the chaos, chaos gods. worship. Yeah. yeah, they believe just in the four worship. gods, and they're oh, they're the four great gods. And oh, this really? Man, this man literally was raised by an abusive father on a chaos worshiping planet, and he came out mostly okay until now. Yeah, kind of shocking, honestly. He is, he he just wanted the truth. That's yeah, and those are sort of uh, those are some famous uh, Lorgar words too, right? I mm -hmm. just wanted the truth. I didn't want to overthrow the empire. I didn't want to cause the downfall of uh, the Imperium. I just wanted the truth. He got it. Yeah, he did. Because down at the Cadian uh, planet, they had decided to have a fucking chaos ritual, and uh, <laughs> yeah, end up they did. End up killing a custodian. What were your thoughts on the custodians in this book? Oh, man. It, it almost seemed like... Um, they, they didn't... Because I, I, I always held custodians in a much like... It seemed like they were so much higher than everyone since they only answered the Emperor. They spent all their time in the blood games, which actually I thought it was kind of funny that uh, one of the custodians was like, oh yeah, uh, this is, uh, let's let's definitely hang out with them. And the other one's like, yeah, you just don't want to go back to Terra and do the blood games because you suck at them. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's like... It, it seemed like the custodians always kind of fell a little too easy. Like, they were stronger, but they didn't seem like, I guess, what I pictured a custodian to be. That is kind of how I felt. I, I felt that they were a little bit, um, a little bit weak. Like, mm -hmm. they, they still killed off. The, the problem is, is that it depends on the writer, right? Sure. Um, you know, we, we read Gaunt's Ghosts, and it's basically the Expendables. Like, they... <laughs> yeah, the guards space, that are killing Space Marines, Chaos Space Marines. Yeah. yeah. And then you read the, the Night Lord's trilogy, and Talos alone is like butchering 50 100 people in in yeah. that uh in like the what was the the, the part when he's storming the flagship mm -hmm. um and and it seems because that was written by Aaron Debsky about him and so is this and Argel Tall and his word bearers definitely feel like the space marines I thought of Talos and First Claw as like oh, that definitely. level of space marine yeah but custodians can vary between being much better than space marines to being demigods to being like near Primark level. 
Yeah. I uh, guess that's none, how none I always ever... picture them as being like almost near prime. Like they couldn't go toe to toe with the Primarch, but anything under a Primarch, they're just like, oh yeah, I got this. Which I guess in a sense they <coughs> did, because on Cadia, uh, the guy that they killed and used as a sacrifice to the Chaos Gods. <laughs> yeah, they impaled um, him. He killed like four word bearers before they before they killed him. That's true. He sliced through those few word bearers like a hot knife through butter. He did, and like I know Constantine Valdor, I think was actually able to to go toe to toe with some uh, Primarchs. Um, he was he was like the the Captain General, the, yeah, the yeah. main guy. Damn, that's um, pretty good. But I kind of expected the Custodians to be maybe a little less chatty. Oh right, right, yeah, they, they, that's true. They are very well, except uh, what's his what's his face, Sinus. Oh, the guy who took a vow of silence. <laughs> he literally took a vow of silence, so he can't be chatty until his last moment. Which, um, which I will say, I really did like how he had his last moment. We'll oh, talk about yeah. that later, but um, <laughs> his last uh, moment is great. It is pretty good, but like I liked Aqualon. I thought he was cool. Yeah, Aqualon was cool. He's he had just, a two-handed power sword, which is quite rare, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's just doing his duty, trying to stay faithful to the Emperor, and he's just got thrust into all this fucking madness. I'm assuming he probably looks like this. They made a new model recently called the Blade Champion. It's the only Custodius model I know that has, like, a two-handed sword. Oh, yeah, he probably does. And, and there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't, like, a two-handed sword. Like, they, they, the rest of them normally used Guardian Spears, you know? Yeah. Which how, is, uh... How popular neat. is The First Heretic? This is a pretty popular book, right? Would they make Horus Heresy minis based on The First Heretic? Like, uh, Argel Tall? They did! Oh, they did! I, I think I showed it to you. I'll, I'll show it to you again real quick. But, uh, yeah, Ar Argel Tall does have a mini. They re actually released this quite recently. Oh, shit, that's so dope! Oh, uh, he, I must have seen it, because he's, he's got an Ultramarine split in half in his, uh, in his hand. Good for yeah, him. So, na so naturally. What a Chad. Good for you. Yeah, and I showed you the image of him and Karn being buddies, which is always funny. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, cool. Yeah, Archot Hall has um has a mini. I do think it was rather recent um that it actually came out. Mm. But despite that all, um Yeah, the custodians I felt like were a little like I don't need the because wasn't there a story about like six custodians like holding off like Tyranid High Fleet or some shit? Um but then there was also like a story of like a ten custodians dying to like a troop of harlequins, oh, and so really? I, I yeah I don't like I don't know where we stand on the custodians thing. I'd like them to be a little stronger than they were in the first heretic and a little less chatty, a little yeah. more stoic. They they kind of have a little bit of a bizarre. They 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 speak a little too um I don't know, casually. Casually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least guess, it personally. I guess you could also just be like, yeah, there, there's varying degrees of uh, custodies where some are probably like more all powerful, and maybe these were like some of the more mid tier, lower uh, custodians. But yeah, it's it's uh, like Shai said, it, it's gonna fluctuate wildly based on the writer and how they sort of interpret the custodians and how strong they should be. True, true. Actually, Shai makes a good point. Remember how two orc boys and a grop destroyed a titan in brutal cunning? <laughs> it's fair. It's, it's fair. Fair. It's very fair. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's a little little bizarre, but you know, I actually like the custodians for the most part. Yeah. Um, because they did end up causing some real fucking problems. Like they killed half the crew 
on the on the ship they were in at the end of the book. Yeah, the De Profundus. De Profundus. Yeah, De Profundus. Fucking uh, those goddamn uh, names. The Fidelitist Lex. Fidelity, yeah, yeah. God, Lorgar, you're a bitch. Also, <laughs> also, I'm pretty positive that um, the robot that was used in the book by um, what was the name of the Admech guy? Oh yeah, uh, Zenu. Uh, Four forty-seven. Zenu, some number. Yeah, he was using what in Incarnadine. Yeah, which I think is this. I think it was a Castellan robot. I think it was the Among Us robots. Yeah, I might I, be wrong. I remember wanting to ask you what exactly that thing was because it sounds so crazy. Um, yeah, as it was blasting those weird glass monsters on that one planet. Yeah, Which, I, I, it might be a custom. Oh wait, no, it might be this Leg Legio Cybernetica thing. It might be this thing. They still kind of have the similar like weird Mars look, but that's this is, that's very cool. That second one, I really like that one. Did those glass <sighs> monsters actually exist? I guess they probably don't exist in the tabletop. I'd, I'd never heard of them before, but I'm not sure. Though I, I must admit, it's kind of funny if you look at the cover for the first Heretic. It has a possessed word bear attacking a custodian. Yeah. It's just, um, which is a, a big spoiler. That's a big. It's a very massive spoiler for the for the near end of the book. Yeah, I guess you would just assume you would know what was going to happen because of that whole thing. But it, yeah, I, just, I guess yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like I don't know has, has me in the bag of shredded cheese at two a.m. vibes right there. <laughs> he is yellow. He is indeed. <laughs> I've never had a bag of shredded cheese at 2 a.m. in the morning. I, I know, but still. Oh, Bricky. Um, oh, Bricky. <laughs> what has your life become? <laughs> this is this podcast. Uh, same, um, same. But uh, I'm going... like the, So they eventually get sent. So they summon a, a fucking demon uh, using the blood of a custodian. Oh, um, yeah. Ingethel. Ingethel the Ascended, which I'm... I, I'm really happy that the that the writer decided to talk like this every time the demon spoke. Oh, Just yeah. because they do it was a great whispery demon, yeah. Very good and easy for me to uh, to tell the difference between uh, between what he was talking as. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm assuming Ingethel was most likely Slanesh had a serpentine body, forearms, yeah, unhinged uh, mouth. Yeah, I, I would assume Slanesh as well. Always moving. Always yep. like uh, uh, moving around, but um, yeah, Ingethel's basically said, "Hey, uh, I'll I'll be your be your guide into the eye of terror, or I'll, I'll be your guide in the eye and show you the truth that you want." And I remember, and it's like, we, I need your sons. I I need the, them too. I need Argel Tall and uh, what's the chaplain's name again? Oh, uh, is is the chaplain Zaphan? Zaphan. Archel yeah. Tall and Zaphin, and Lorgar's like, are you going to hurt them? And he's like, yes. <laughs> he's, he's honest. The demon he's, is he, honest. <laughs> yeah, I am. The demon is honest. Um, wait, don't they take more than just uh, Zaphin and Argel Tall? They take, like, the... Don't they take Argel Tall's, like, whole squad? Yeah, but I think he pointed... I think the demon oh, pointed oh, to them okay. at that, like, period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. The, uh... <laughs> But the the whole part where he brings the demon on the on board and all the humans just start puking. <laughs> yeah, and losing their minds. One of them just like stood up and shot his friend. Yeah. 
Although, hey, and, and Argel tells like, I warned you. I said don't look at him. And y'all looked at him. Stop it. I, I like when he removes his helmet and he's like, whoa, wow, this thing does smell. Wow, th these humans here are tougher than I thought. God damn. That's right. <laughs> Thanks. Ooh. God, you humans have a little more respect. Yeesh. The, um, the, the demon takes them to the Eye of Terror and then basically is like, hey, here are the Eldar. This is what happened to the Eldar because they didn't believe in because the god was birthed, but instead of uh, like believing in it and, and you know giving it praise, they ran, and yep. so Slanesh is pissed, which I don't think parses correctly. I think yeah, the demon might I be don't... lying on that one, but yeah, yeah. wow, the demon telling things that are skewed in chaos's favor. No way, dude. The uh, then then they they brought them to the gene laboratories of the Primarchs, which was a yeah. shocking, uh, shocking um, destination. Very curious how you feel about this sort of twist that they threw in here. That the Emperor brokered knowledge with the Chaos Gods to make the Primarchs and then did not uphold his end of the bargain which is why they yee the primarchs out there yeah that he 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 promised he would tell everyone about the primordial truth if he got the knowledge to make his sons and then he was like no fuck you guys i'm actually gonna make an atheistic empire and fuck you and no one's gonna ever know about you and that that, that was that was a weird turn of events also that the the, the his his sons got yeeted because uh, Argel Tall and his squad were like, oh, the Emperor is a lying sack of shit. Break the Geller field and let chaos in. And how it was like timey-wimey bullshit. And, that, that, and I don't know how I feel about that whole scene. So the idea that the Emperor brokered peace with demons, or brokered a thing with demons in order to get the necessary knowledge to create the Primarchs, and then didn't uphold his end of the bargain, that's why they yeeted them, mm -hmm. is not the worst thing in the world like it's probably not the worst I, I don't know if it's great though i don't know if it's great either um it's a bit of a bizarre concept and it has to be taken with a solid grain of salt because we mm. have you know because the demon could e very easily be fucking lying true he could be making a hallucination for them to see just to get them to get the the need to turn on the Emperor and go chaos and start worshipping chaos. True, it could all just be a hallucination that never actually happened, and that's not how it happened. That That's the hard part, the question you have to assume, is that, and maybe this is a GW annoyance thing, but GW is doing this intentionally because they can they can choose not to take that path if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. And they, because they, that which is their, not a retcon, retcon. Um, I, <laughs> retcon, retcon. <laughs> yeah, because it's an unreliable yeah. narrator, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, though. I I think it's at least interesting. I, I'm I'm more interested about how they were talking about the second legion, and uh, which is the the one that got expunged. Oh, oh yeah, the and, one that uh, Magnus doesn't want Lorgar talking about because oh, do you want you want to be like them, huh? You want to be the third one that gets. <laughs> And then, yeah, they're talking like, well, we should just kill this fucking baby in here right now and, and not remove the shame of that legion. And, and like, what what the hell's going on? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> he, wanted to kill, the, he wanted to kill baby Gilliman. He, yeah, he wanted. He was like the 13th <laughs> pod, and he's like, Gilliman. Like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, well, we want to have fun Gilliman now, then. That's yeah, true. 
Um, then we also wouldn't have Ultramarines, which is, eh, you know. Eh. Well, they're getting better now because they're all sad. Sacrifices must be made, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but the uh, despite that all, they obviously couldn't because oh, yeah. where they were, I guess they again couldn't do anything. But um, you know, it makes it, man, it makes you wonder more about the the Second Legion and what the hell they did wrong. Yeah, um, I know. There's, there's an excerpt with Rogel Dorn and Malkador, I think, where Dorn is is like, oh, yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot like X or Y, and it's like we wouldn't want someone to be to. We won't want someone to end up like. And then Malkador is like, hey, <laughs> you shut the no- fuck up. You're not allowed to talk about that. And I say, knock it off, Dorn. You fuck. <laughs> Although I, I I do like the idea that it paints the emperor as like an imperfect being, uh, to the sons that think he's perfect. Like obviously we know that the emperor not perfect, quite a bad dad, not the greatest leader, uh, but sort of the shock, uh, that the em- or that the word bears feel when they're like, oh shit, Biggie not only not perfect, but he convenes with demons. The fuck. It's kind of I kind of like seeing him be shown as almost human himself. What's the What's the Emperor book? Is that Master of Mankind? Shy. It has that... to be. <laughs> Surely. I'm, assuming. I'm ass- yeah, I'm assuming. But yeah. wasn't there There's some book where people tell are saying like you should read that book because it gives you a significantly larger amount of insight into the Emperor and you think differently. Um, oh. I don't know. It might have been Master of Mankind. I'm not quite sure which one it was. Um, but I could, like... Because The Last Church didn't make me think much better of him. Made oh. me think it was a fedora-tipping atheist asshole. Yeah, yeah fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, I, I don't know. Despite it all, though, um, yeah, they, they lower the Geller field against their intelligence. And then all, every single human crew on the ship fucking die. And then the demon <laughs> possesses every single word bearer. In on the ship that's still alive. Yep, yep. And Argyll Tall gets a new friend, and, and it's and not a friend that's like taking over him, like a that's shared true. body kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's not like uh, Ingathel makes, or it's, I guess not Ingathel that takes him over. It's a different demon. It's one of his kin. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not like it's forcing him to necessarily do anything. It's just sort of whispering in his ear. Um, and sometimes it possesses him and makes him be like, oh, yeah, we are this, we are that. And Lorna's like, oh, no, no, shut up. You're Argyle Tall. You. I. Say I. Say I, you bitch. Um, <laughs> That's, that, that was Lorgar's exact words. It was crazy when he was like, say I, you bitch. You bitch. Say I. You are Argyle Tall. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's kind of interesting how they kind of get the symbiosis. Mm-hmm. Him and the him and the demon, they're very they don't really fight each other for power. They're more just like sharing the space. Yeah. And and sometimes the demon has the more powerful strength, sometimes Arjo Tall has the more powerful strength. It really they're better together. Yeah, which is interesting to see because you would just assume that a demon is gonna do demony shit and just be like, Nope, your body's mine now. It's bye bye. I'm gonna send you to the deepest recesses of your consciousness and just live your life for you. Get fucked, kid. Uh, but it surprisingly didn't do that. Yeah, we, we thought it, I thought it would go like it would on um, like the Exalted. We thought it was going to be the Exalted kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I was, um, I was I was exactly thinking the Exalted, and you know. But uh, but no, it wasn't. It was it was not the Exalted or anything like that. It was it was a symbiosis, so to speak. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then after our, after our big pilgrimage and the like, and Lorgar gets his answers, we, uh, we, we get a little bit of a... Um, not not a great side character with uh, the picked remembrancer guy. Oh yeah, Ish Ishka Ish Ishkan Ish, Ish, Ish whatever Ish, his name Ish is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I wasn't a huge fan of him. He just when when he showed up, it just kind of eh, he's there again. They're talking about him. Oh, look at him, uh, roaming around. He's he's in a bar. Cool. He's taking pictures. Ugh. And I just kind of zoned out whenever he was around. To be honest. Yeah, I was not a very big fan of him overall because his entire point was to get the custodians to find out what happened. Yeah, that was that uh, was the only yeah. purpose he had was like he took a picture of like the demon engine on the ship or something or some demony shit that they were making sacrifices for, and he was like, "Oh, I guess I better show this to the custodian," and then off he goes. Well, he didn't do that. He got found out by the astropath, and the astropath was like, "Now you better fucking take this to the custodian." Oh, that's 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 right. He's in the bar with the astropath. That's right. When the ship is getting attacked, and yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It reminded me of that random gunnery lady at the end of Void Stalker. Just kind of there to, oh, to yeah. be to be around and and have discussion, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I had a little flashback because. As Arjot Hall was running through the crew to get to the custodians, he was like killing them. And I was like, this seems familiar. And then Where and have then, I seen this before? Yeah. And then the the demon gets recessed and Arjot Hall is like, hey, hey, you're killing the crew. Stop. Stop that. You're killing I'm the like, crew. Stop it. I'm taking I'm like, control. Oh, again. yeah, it's right. The the non-demon doesn't want to kill the crew. <laughs> I'm too used to the regular guy wanting, yeah. wanting to kill the crew. I'm so used to the pseudo chaos space brain wanting to kill everything. Yeah, the shenanigans. Very um, shenanigans. Very shenanigans. But uh, yeah, the the going through after all that stuff, we kind of get to the heresy part of it. The 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 drop site massacre is where we're where we're at, which is crazy that we're at that point. Yeah. Uh, they also, I, I kind of like that they showed uh, everybody's perspective as they were hearing about the heresy. I forget what planet they were trying to conquer with the custodians, or they were trying to conquer some planet or whatever. And then just hearing everyone be like, heresy? Horus? No way. Uh, the Emperor probably did something because Horus would, what the fuck? And then the custodians just being completely shook that the, there's heresy and it's it's Horus, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, like there's there's no way it'd be ever ever be Horus. Never be fucking Horus. Yeah, the Emperor he's, probably fucked him. Cause what the hell? Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's he's the, he's not a little guy. No, he's not a little guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. The guy. The guy. But the yeah the uh the good the goddamn uh, Horus heresy kind of gets gets itself all stuck in around, and um. Yeah. And they have their meeting. You get. I liked how they had all of the various groups there: the Iron Warriors, Night Lords, and Alpha Legion, and Word mm-hmm. Bearers. Yep. And they all played their roles pretty pretty well. Sevatar was an asshole, as he well, is. As well, he should be. You know, he's a Night Lord. He's well, he's kind of like the Night Lord, aside from Conrad Curse. He is the Night Lord of, he, uh, he, of he history. Is the fucking Night Lord. They also had Mal- Malkari in there. Yeah, Melkari was there too. Yeah, I was like, ah, it's the Dreadnought. Look at you. Look at you. Look at him. Look at you. Well, he's not Dreadnought yet. Not yet, no. But uh, because I, I, be. I think Arshot Hall was like growling because of the demon in him, and Savitar was like, shut up. <laughs> he's not even off, puppy. Just shut the fuck up. 
And then um all the he had all Percherabo and all the Iron Warriors with their very like iron with it and iron without thing. Yep, yep. And then the Alpha Legions in the back, they're just not saying a word. Yeah, they're just they seem very uncaring. Like they're just but, sort of bothered yeah. by it all. Yeah. I just I just enjoy the concept that the Alpha Legion are in the back, just like snooping yep. around. It's like, are they they're not really like rallying with uh, all the Traitor Legions? They're just kind of there scoping things out, you know? They're, are they're they are they loyalist thing. spies? Are they actually in with this? I don't know. It's Alpha Legion. They're they're doing their thing, you know. They are. They're being very Alpha Legion. Uh, yeah, as as is their main goal. As the Alpha Legion, it is indeed their main goal to be very Alpha Legion. Yes. Yes, very creepy. Mm, mm, mm. Um, you get you get your big death the false emperor, you get your your actual drop site massacre, which I, I liked how they all operated the way they were supposed to. The Iron Warriors in particular landed <laughs> and immediately started setting up a shitload of turrets and gun placements and tanks. Of course, of course. And then uh and then immediately started like shooting word bearers. <laughs> Stop shooting our troops! Lol. Lamau. Lamau. <laughs> they like they like. Oh god, Corvus Corax is flying into the uh, midst in the word bearers and is literally ripping them to ribbons. Yeah. Um, time oh. to fire las cannons at him. We're hitting the word bearers. That's okay. Whoops. Oh well. Get Corvus Corax. Also, holy shit, the dropsite massacre made me like uh, really like Corvus Corax. By the way. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, Lorgar. Yeah, the way he flies around with his jump jet, like, decapitates people with his metal wings, and he's just, what an, like, there was, what was there, like, a word bear that was rushing him, and they were like, yeah, Corvus Corax didn't even need to turn around, he just turned his jump jet on and burned that fucker alive. And it was like, Jesus! He didn't even so, turn around! Uh, oh, I think he, like, there's also the times where he just would turn around with his serrated wings and just yeah, and slice, just people, slice up. people to ribbons. Oh my god, he's so cool. Holy shit. I don't care if his group was, like, all emo and black and white and whatever. So badass. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it was really cool and very fun to watch, and his how just absolutely furious he was oh, at what god. was going on. Mm hmm. He, uh, yeah, that, he he was he was fixing to kill the shit out of Lorgar. That, that's that's why it was funny to me that when when Kerr stops him and he talks in this regal voice, I'm like, nah, dog, nah, this is not this ain't this ain't right. Uh, especially when like uh, Kerr stops it and uh, Corvus Corax flies away, and uh, you know he he looks back and he's like, you are you are pathetic, Lorgar. I will not <laughs> save you again, Patui. And it's like, man, it's so, I, I know. I was like, what the fuck? You I, don't know, don't, I don't know if that's the right it. voice for, for Kurs, dude. I don't, I don't think maybe you need to go back to the drawing board on that one. He should, he should sound like a meth addict who's barely alive. <laughs> yeah. He needs to sound very droll and low and raspy and, yeah. They, they, at least they have the, at least they did a good Perturabo a little bit. Yeah. Perturabo's, he wasn't around for much. He was just kind of there being bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kerr's voice very, very uh, not Kerr. <laughs> but then they like the the Iron Warriors are shooting down Thunderhawk gunships and stuff, fleeing the battlefield, and those gunships are landing on Wordbearer troops. And Archel <laughs> Tall literally is like, "Stop firing at the gunships!" And the Iron Warrior genuinely laughs. Yeah, he's like, no, "Calm I don't think yourself." He's <laughs> like, "Calm yourself, Wordbearer. It's a large battle." 
these you'll things be, happen. Yeah, these still you'll be fine. Hangs up, and I'm like, oh my god, he he actually did lull him out. Him, he did. He lull him out. Him, just just like the meme texts say. But uh, that fight with Lorgar and Corvus was the was the psychic fire where Lorgar's psychic power really comes to light. And it's exactly oh, when all of the Gal Vorbeck have their first transformation. Yep. Yep, they all turn into demons. A little possessed. Possessed, yeah, they take their demonic forms. And Lorgar gets his halo and his fiery wings, and it is still not even close to enough to get him to be on par with Corvus Corax, which is crazy. How strong is Corvus? Well, it's the fact that Lorgar isn't a fighter. Corvus is like an assassin. Oh, that's true. Lorgar never wanted to be a fighter. He just, he wanted the truth. He wanted to praise the, that's, that's true. That's yeah. fair. Cor Corvus, like the Raven Guard, are about stealth and like assassinations. Mm -hmm. They're 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 very they have like lots of snipers and they got their jetpacks and stuff. Like Corvus is a is a whirlwind of blades. Yeah, and he is he is made to kill and he is okay <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's true. Lorgar, not a fighter, not really. Also, funny enough, you know they actually made a brand new kit for possessed Marines just like a few months ago. They're not out yet. They just revealed them. Really. Yeah, they look great. Let me see this. Oh, shit, those do look great. Yeah, they look really, really good. Oh, fuck, that's... So, there's... Um, the, mm, I, w I would want a box of those because I would want to make every variation of it because there's so many cool variations on there. Like, the demon head looks cool. The clawed right arm thing, the, like, the spider thing looks... That's great. Those look so dope. Yeah, they they really do have a have a good look to them right there. Mm -hmm. the, um, there's also the, the there's also these things called the torments, which oh we don't boy. we don't get we don't get in the um and unfortunately we don't get in the uh, book, but they're basically cultists that have had demons taken over them, and these are some crazy crazy <laughs> models. The demon has very evidently gotten the upper hand. <laughs> no kidding, the demon has evidently gotten the upper hand. Yeah, I'd say so. Holy shit! Oh my god, that demon is coming out of that dude's crotch. What? Holy, what? Uh, the, the, oh, the spider oh, yeah. thing, that's very clearly coming out of his junk. I, I guess. Coming right out from his loincloth. Damn. Yeah, they're, they're pretty nuts. Yeah, penis demons, dude, who would have thought? Mm -hmm. Anywho, um, anywho, yeah, the, the big fight with they get all their possession, the, uh, the custodians find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um... They kill Cyrene, which was a shocking thing I didn't expect to happen. Yeah, I, I was not expecting that. Um, like, because uh, you, you see, uh, what is it? You see Aqualon and one of the others leave the room. And it's like, oh, yeah, that other custodian is dead. We need to make our way the fuck out of here. And you don't know that Cyrene is dead until Argil Tal comes back on the ship. And it's like, oh, fuck, Cyrene's dead. The whole room is destroyed. Xenu's fucked. Incarnadine is dead. What the fuck happened? Yeah, Incarnadine, the giant robot, was just there having a very uh um I can't defeat you, I know, but he can. Yes. Kind of kind of moments. He's in the back, just like, here I am. Gigantic ass robot. Kills Ooh. kills one custodian. Um Which is kind of surprising. Like, should should that should Robo Boy be able to defeat it? Well, I, I, again, I guess it depends on the writer and how strong they perceive certain things and how strong they think a custodian should be. It was a pretty big one. It was uh, what was it? It's called the 
Conqueror Primus oh, of, yeah, Le- yeah, of the yeah, Legio yeah. Cybernetica. I don't mm-hmm. know what a Conqueror Primus. Okay, so it was the second robot I showed you, I think. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, or maybe. Actually, I don't know. It's big. It's a big robot. It's yeah, a big have... robot. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's 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 kind of what I imagined because at the time I didn't know what a Conqueror Primaris was, so I was just like, ah, it's probably a big fuck off robot. It, it, I mean, actually, I think so. Yeah, is is a big fuck off robot that caused some that caused some problems and, and probably shot up or beat the shit out of at least one custodian because they were also dealing with the humans in the back. That's true. Um, the half of the guardsmen that were that were there and then died. Um, it probably very swiftly died. But it, it's got a good bit, got a good at least enough ending where they kind of set up how him and uh, Aqualon would duel him, Argel Tall. And Aqualon oh, yeah. would duel all the time, and Aqualon would always put him on his ass consistently because, of course, he would. Because he's a custodian, and it, it it also like it also really set up that they're actually like really good friends, and they're practically. Oh. Br- I mean, towards I feel like, like one mutual respect, maybe not like full on. May I don't know. It, I kind of got the vibe that they were actually kind of close. With their really? like sparring and like when they would talk, it seemed like they were kind of close, um, and then yeah, but uh, there, there's that scene at the end that makes me think that they were maybe a little closer to, but yeah, mm, maybe I'm not quite sure if I'm fully on that, but okay. regardless, they um yeah they they find them on the surface, and then you get uh you get like it was it eleven possessed word bearers versus four custodes three custodes three custodes yeah three custodes and I think they kill five possessed I think so because um which is still pretty impressive that that that's that's fair yeah I'll, I'll give them that one because uh Argel Tall and uh Aqualon do end up fighting and uh Argel Tall rips Aqualon's head off his shoulders spine and all. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, no matter how strong these uh, custodians are, they are outnumbered uh, yep. more than three to one. Yep, by demons, by chaos, space marine, demon, by, word bear monstrosities. By chaos possessed. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I, th- I think the last custodian to die is the, is the one that took the, uh, the vow of silence. Yes, right? with his wonderful final lines. <laughs> He throws his spear, uh, it hits Zaphon square in the chest, sends him flying backwards, just absolutely getting wrecked, and his last words, I always hated you, Zaphon. Yep, with a a hearty chuckle. It's like, I always hated hated you, (laughs) Zaphon. So Zaphon's fucking dead. Zaphon is dead dead. He just, he got impaled by this custodian spear and just, yep. Fucking crazy. They yeah. lost a lot. They lost a. They did lose a lot of possessed marines. And possessed marines do are pretty tough, actually. In I mean, the in the game doesn't mean much, but they have about the same stat line as custodians, actually. Mm. Um, very a very similar stat line. Um, same toughness, same amount of health. Yeah, uh, not as good armor though, because they're fleshy. Yeah, that's that's was wild. Chai, did you? Is that an epic embed fail? Embed fail, laugh at this user. Oh, no, oh. it's not. It's, uh, wow, that's shocking. This is a... Is that Argeltal's stat sheet? That is Argeltal's stat sheet. Though this does not look like it's the stat sheet for 40k. This looks like, uh, 30k? Well, it would have to be, right? Is Argeltal actually in 40k as a thing? 
No, it's definitely not. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the weapon skill and ballistic skill. This is definitely 30k. Yeah, it would have to um, be, right? Yeah, jump infantry has artificer claws. Plus one strength, three AP. It makes Oof. sense that he has artificer claws, because that's one of the things he duels Aqualon with. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. There's the uh, Warlord, Master of the Vakra Jal. Hmm. Yep. He also has the special rule, Damned. You know what the special rule never counts as a scoring unit, regardless of the provisions. Eh. Interesting. Fasc fascinating. Yeah, the power claws are one of the things that he, uh, he actually managed to put Aqualon on his ass with. And then two seconds later, Aquaman was like, yeah, well, now you're on your ass, bitch. That's the way yeah. it should be. Yeah, he, he reversed that one quick, but yeah. it was still kind of cool to see it. Yep. Yep. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was it's, nice. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the, the ending is, is kind of a, is a pretty hefty kind of, not necessarily a cliffhanger, but it's pretty hefty. Just, it just stops. Yeah. Um, most likely because the book after this is, I believe Betrayer? Uh, I think so. One of the wikis said what preceded it and what's the book that follows, and I can't remember if Nemesis is the one that precedes it or follows. Or is it, uh, or is it, hmm, let's see. But yeah, there was a nice little scene where at the end where um, uh, Argel Tal has uh, Aqualon's sword, and he has the data pad with uh, Cyrene's last words, and he's like, oh, man, all my brothers are gone. This sucks. And then the demon's like, no, I'm your brother. Yeah, he's like, no, like your brothers aren't aren't gone. I, it's me. I'm your brother. And I'm like, oh, no. The, yep. demon, the demon's trying to move in rent-free. Yeah, he sure is. But that's why I thought that maybe, like, they were a lot closer, because he was, like, you know... He was. He sort of kept Aqualon's blade as not necessarily like, oh, look at me, I killed a, a, um, a custodian, but more sort of mourning the fact that Aqualon is dead. So if we want to, if we're following the Horus Heresy, specifically Horus Heresy, there are a couple other books first, like Prospero Burns, I think is one of them. But if we Ooh. want to go straight to, uh, but they're not Argel Tall related. If oh, we so want to get the follow Argel Tall. If we want to get the direct sequel to Argel Tall, we will be reading Betrayer. Is that what we want to do? Do we want to follow Argel Tall for a couple books? We are absolutely fucking reading Betrayer. I, I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> All right. I guess our next book is Betrayer then. Yes. Hey? Uh, wait, okay. Oh, cool. Wait. Hold. Wait. Hold up. Ah, damn it. Can I pick up the books Betrayer and the First Heretic as long as I know what's going on? I should read everything before. First Heretic works just fine without reading anything else. I recommend No No Fear between First Heretic and Betrayer. Not because you have to, but because it's a great book. Oh, so we can just go right to the Betrayer. No No Fear might be a good book and a nice little middle primer, but we can just go right to the Betrayer, it sounds like. Betrayer it is, often, uh, is often spoken as the best if not equal to Horus Rising in the Horus Heresy series. Okay. I've had many people tell me Betrayer is by far the best Horus Heresy book, and i got other people tell me that's really damn good, maybe not the best, but really fucking good. Hell so yeah, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm going Betrayer. We're doing Betrayer. It's time. It's the Latara Serin book anyway, so. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Hell it's yeah. Time. It's time for some Karn. It's time for some Angron. It's time for some Abs. It's time for some abs. Let's go. It's time abs. for that heresy to be in full swing. Hell yeah. Let's go. 
Also, right. it's it's crazy that we did sort of a very brief overview of what we thought of the book, and this episode is still going to be almost an hour long. Can you imagine if we tried to do, like, a super in-depth summary of, like, every little thing that happened? We'd be here all fucking day. It's like a 15-hour uh, listen. Yeah. <laughs> it's A lot happens. It's, a lot it, does it's happen. very good. Would highly recommend. Highly recommend. Uh, yeah, is it's definitely up there in terms of uh, favorite books that we've read so far. It's it's it, way up there. It's it's pretty good for me. It doesn't eclipse the Night Lords trilogy, and it doesn't eclipse uh, Gaunt's Ghosts. Um, but it's pretty up there. I I I'd put it on equal terms with Caiaphas Kane. Yeah, I so I I feel the same. It it doesn't eclipse the Night Lords trilogy. And I don't think it eclipses the the really cool Necron books that we read, but I would put it above Gaunt and Caiaphas Kane. Right, I know you don't. You're not as big on the on the guardsman stuff as I am. Shocking! You're big on guard stuff? No way! Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What of it, bitch? Yeah, we'll what fight. of it? We'll fight. We'll fight about it. You hoe. Sorry, God. Good. I'm so mean about it. All right, that's that's our episode today. Uh, Argel Tall did not share his brother's relish. <laughs> I need the relish for my hot dog. No, give give it back. It's mine. No, 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 no. And that's all that matters. <laughs>